Dogs, friends, welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Grivy, joined as always by my friend, co-host, and guy who can definitely be bought. Oh, Alex Dandino, 1,000%. <laughs> yeah, we might be the wrong guys to ask this question. Uh, yes. <laughs> either here or there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Before today's wonderful pod, a couple notes. Everyone, please go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod, the best way to support the show, the best way to get the most out of the show, the best way to help us grow the show, guys. We appreciate it. We have a huge Patreon-exclusive library of wonderful episodes over there. Uh, You will get to vote on the episodes that join that catalog. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can have us do a double feature for you. We have commentaries, miniseries, all, all manner of wonderful things over there, right? So if you could be so kind... Head on over to patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. We appreciate it. The YouTube Film Alchemist, the email filmalchemistprod at gmail.pod. Filmalchemistpod, not prod. Filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. I may have been having some beers and watching the football games. (laughs) Uh, Filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Make sure you're leaving five-star ratings and reviews. Mm Mm-hmm wherever you uh find the pod that helps us defeat the algorithm we're on all the socials did i do that one we're on socials yeah. also if you want to see stuff that TikTok we're working on too yeah and tiktok dude yeah people like the uh jeremy renner's naked butt stuff on tiktok dude it is a good that, butt. that was a lesson that was a lesson yeah good butt good vid you learn new things every day <laughs> so welcome to the talk dude uh <laughs> Also, guys, yeah, go to check out MisfitParade.net if you want to see some film stuff that we're working on. All right. We're here. It's the last of our New Year's resolutions. Make money. Alex, I'll say this. I was watching the movie, and I remembered our theme was New Year's resolutions. I don't know what the resolution is that you had in mind when you chose Indecent Proposals. I'd like to start the conversation off there. So... <laughs> just to whore okay. your wife that's to the resolution fair. to see if andrea can make you some money on the side is that to the resolution? be fair i picked this movie for this particular purpose because the bit for me was side hustles other avenues of making uh, money. yeah there you go okay see that makes perfect Pick sense. Up a side hustle so we are talking today about Indecent Hustle, the Adrian Lin film. For those of you in the uh, know, third, what you need is passive income fourth. in this life. Money that yeah. you don't have to do much. Well, let's start here with Indecent Proposal, right? For those of you who it's been a while, right? This is an Adrian Lin movie, so sexy 90s. I would love to meet the person kind who of watches job. this routinely. Not the been a while thing. There who's, are a couple reasons you would maybe person? put this on rotation. I don't know. But here's the basic setup. Woody and Demi Moore met in high school, mm-hmm. starting their young life, right? Yeah. They want to go a step further. Woody Harrelson wants to build this dream weirdo L.A. house, right? Mm-hmm. So they buy beachfront property. In Santa Monica. Which, I don't know yeah, where in Santa Monica exists. in the 90s, which every mortal should know is not for normals. Yeah. Lo and behold, things go tits up. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose the house. Oliver Platt They have no them. money, no yeah. jobs. Uh, they borrow five grand from Woody's dad. The great grand plan is to go to Vegas. This is the part of the film I completely forgot, is that they weren't going for Vegas for uh, Plessier. No. But to 
build their turn his dad's five grand into 50 grand so they don't lose everything which is the wildest and fucking dumbest thing you have to accept in this movie it it immediately is such a hard fucking pill to swallow this is the one where you're like this is the one i have to like suspend reality for. and not only that the fact that they then have to start doing that like every month like it's just not a well thought out idea neither here nor there this culminates in them finding rich billionaire gambling addictor and collector Robert Redford, mm-hmm. who sees Demi Moore just crushing chocolates, and he's like, I got to put my dingus in that. <laughs> Starts this kind of, not even cat and mouse, more just like, I don't even know what you'd call it, right? Fucking lion and injured I dead call hippo. It lecherous, lusting yeah. after a thing he wants. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's all good. And then, uh, yeah, we get to the titular indecent proposal. Here is the most interesting part watching this movie today. So let's start here. The the economics of this movie have shifted so wildly beneath it mm-hmm. that I do wonder what happens if, like, a young person, like, let's say an 18-year-old couple right now were to see this movie for the first time, we're like, we've never seen this. Okay, that sounds... We like Las Vegas, and they turned it on. The economics of this film have changed as such. Let's just run through. A million dollars is not buying you a beachfront property anywhere anymore. Not even close. Right? We live in the world of OnlyFans, Instagram modeling, yeah. uh, whatever, right? You can go on The Hub, and there's just a whole category of porn stars that will have sex with their fans. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially for free, you just have to be in the fan club, right? Win a prize, you get in the videos. So you're banging like professionals for that. Um, here's the question. Here's the question in the day we're in. Do you think, you know, anyone who's not like a hardcore religious person, the kind of person that would not watch an Adrian Lynn movie with fucking on the kitchen floor, Mm -hmm. uh, that would say, no, sir, you can't have sex with my spouse for one night for a million dollars. Do I know anyone? I, do you know anyone? Well, let's say we're both married. I asked Amy this question, and she's like, yeah, we're doing it. And I said, yes, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you guys the same. Yeah, yeah. It's... A million dollars is not like change your life forever money now, but it's lock you down pretty good money. There's there's obviously like I asked Andrea Oliver Platt even was like we could have got two. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Platt for the re- coming in for the rescue man. There you go. The I forgot team. Oliver back, Platt. Baby. I forgot Oliver Platt was in this movie. I'm like God damn dude. We do this all the time. We always forget Oliver Platt's in a movie <laughs> and then he just shows up like oh saved. And every time he shows up you're like he's the best thing he's the in the best movie. Thing in this movie. I worship Oliver Platt. Again we come back to the question. Do you think? Anyone in today's world who's not a hardcore religious person, right? And even honestly, I bet a ton of insurrectionists are taking this deal, first off. There's a lot of January 6th people who are on board. Yeah. I mean, they believe in God first, but also this it's is, like, I, I would this go is further, God but, providing but the see, bag. I would go further than, like, you okay, can't. Okay, so Christian people, wait, but wait, but Christian people who aren't into fucking, like, Joel Osteen, right? Prosperity, wealth, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, the percentage of people that are not doing this is so fucking sliver small. Yes, this is the problem. It does not factor into life in the 21st century. Like, this question. At all. At all. 
at period. all. Not just because of the amount of money that is like required to pay like the note on the house, like on the property itself. Not just because of that, but also because there's just like, I don't know, five or six different other avenues. You could, like you could do Feet Finder, you could do OnlyFans, <laughs> like there's a ton of other options yeah. to make money besides well, the now the, the completely, access is yeah. the completely steel just... trap idea of going to Vegas to beat the odds and beat the house and win the money. Ridiculous. I mean, they could probably make a million dollars just filming them fucking on the kitchen floor while the underwear is on fire. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is the problem of this movie is that, yeah, the world has shifted beneath them. And sex is just cheaper, I guess, than it was in the 90s. This movie works for me if you're like... I want to fuck your wife for 10 grand tonight. I, I had a friend over who I was talking this about. <laughs> like what the basic logic problems of this film are in 2023. This, yeah. this movie's 30 years old now. This movie came out in 93, yeah. which is terrifying. I don't know about you. Well, this was also in the era when like Disney made a movie where a kid got a million dollars and right. bought a mansion and an FBI agent kissed him on the mouth. Right, exactly. So a million dollars was a much more mystical number than it used to 93 be. 93 was is one of the 93 is also one of those <laughs> again, it's it's early 90s and we're we're all not on the level of logic really. Like we're coming out of like greed is good 80s and all that shit. Like we're not functioning the year this by the way but April that this came out, this movie like made crazy money. It was the, like, the one of the it was like one of the top grossing films of the year. It made two hundred and sixty million dollars off a thirty eight million dollar budget. the The month it came out, it was number one next to like I think the second highest grossing movie of the month was Cop and a Half with Burt Reynolds. Like <laughs> this thing, the classic cop and young kid genre. So what to, a time! What a great time! What, again, like the the logic. Of 1993 dictates such bizarrity, which isn't a word, but I'm using it anyways. I think that it's a hard pill to swallow now, so you just have to take the ride. And, yeah, it's like a super horny Adrian Lin-style ride where everybody's just sort of like, you know, everyone's going to put their dick in the dirt and see what happens. It's a really... It's yeah. a really strange, bizarre journey. Well, it starts honest. off with his two like dueling monologues. It's like I thought we were invincible. I thought we were. And Woody's like sat together. on a dock, and then she's like, "They say if you set something free and it comes back to you, then it really loves you." And I was like, "Whatever." The hilarious thing is that's the start of the movie, right? Is like it just didn't work out. So like, let us know the proposal was truly indecent, I guess, because everyone in the audience is like, "Oh, we're gonna have a million bucks." Right, I'll take a fuck million buck. Here's yeah, the thing: the idea is that the they movie, got... the movie specifically ends. Spoilers with them coming back together and having secured the property. So in the end, they just got everything they wanted, and she essentially got to live as a billionaire for like two months. Yeah, and he learned to stop putting his fucking muddy shoes on the table. So I would say, all in all, this fucking worked out pretty rock solid for I... them. I was going to say, the, the, the cool... <laughs> yes, did they spend a million dollars on Billy Conley's hippo? Yes. <laughs> but that property is worth so much money that I think it's going to all work out in the end. I was going to say, like, the movie does present a peculiar lesson, which is, quite frankly, like, uh, you know, uh, maybe you make a million dollars by getting banged. Who knows? It's just... Uh... Well, what the movie really says is, like, 
the billionaire is 100% right. Everyone can be bought. Yeah. Because at the end, when they're trying to sit there and say, oh, they can't be bought. They turned the money down. They gave it to a hippo. And it's like, no, he paid a million dollars in a grandiose, stupid jester. So in a way, she got bought for a million dollars twice in the film. So she can 100% be bought. The movie is, again, it's it's the 90s. The movie has very little to say about feminism and Demi Moore's place in this whole thing other than she, you know, takes a stand once to, like, tell him to like shove it when she like throws all that fettuccine alfredo on the guy from office space uh it's it is a weird sort of again the movie just like kind of well i would say kind of like pickleball's logic back and forth it's very strange I, i don't think they play her as a not feminist character the issue is is they do this, she's like, yeah, I'm going to sleep with you. Because they do play the... Because the, the scenes in Vegas are fun, right? Yeah. There's all this going on and going on. She's stealing chocolates, right? They're trying to fucking win the thing. I was like, she's in Vegas with her husband. So she is equally complicit in this stupidity, right? Because we've already seen him, her attack him and almost burn their house down over laundry. She could have said... Woody, I know you woke up at two thirty in the morning. This is we the dumbest fucking plan ever. We never saw that that rag. By the way, we never saw that rag like really catch on fire, and it was driving me nuts. Yeah, it was like that's one, a that's a they'll shut you down, dude. The fire one marshal shut the you one down. note that I saw, the the one note you didn't I like had that they the, just had a steamer under the underwear. The note that I had at the very beginning <laughs> of the movie was like, these people are irresponsible. Absolutely, of course they'd go to Vegas. And yeah, wildly irresponsible. Because like, she does hit him. So. She cracks his ass. And then they kind of laugh about, are we fine? Awesome fucking awesome. pound Let town on the floor. Let me eat your ass on the floor. Perfect. Yeah, Thank and you. I was like, it's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. I'd take a couple thumps in the head to if I yeah, do we, that. Too. See, this is like, <laughs> there's a few scenarios in this movie that happen. And you're like, what would it take for that? Like, you know, would you allow your wife to hit you in the head if you got to like, you know. Yes. Rim job later? Yeah, yes. of course. Sure. That's fine. Yes. Yes. There's many. The, I'm the, not married to Amanda Nunes. Of course I'm doing that. The, yeah. also, <laughs> like, let's go. Because like, that's, I think that's like the more, <laughs> this is like, this. these are the scenarios the movie keeps presenting are those, would you do that? Would you do that? What about you? The answer, it, the problem is always yes, right? Because what we see is that Woody outkicked his coverage a ton when he was young. Right, like he happened to get Demi Moore when they this did the like thing where they're like, handsome give her braces Woody and Harrelson. bags and she'll look twelve years old." She's like <laughs> in the back of the car in that first scene. Oh my god! So you're God. like, Woody, Woody invested early, Both of them right? With the shittiest wigs ever. <laughs> yeah, he got the first tel- Santa Monica property film. that just blossomed in value, right? Which was Demi Moore, <laughs> and then he's willing to gamble that, right? Mm-hmm. But they're in Vegas, they're gambling. And there's I love this part cuz there's like five times where they stop and it's like a, should we? Shouldn't we? They could have left 18 times, right? Yeah. They flip a coin in the diner when they're busted. It says go home, they don't. They keep pushing it. So we see that they're here to keep pushing. It. There's that wild scene where Woody's like switching the chips from black to red, which is 1000% a no-no in Vegas. Yeah, I was going to say, fucked in that was another thing that I was like, that. none of but, this happens ever in Vegas. Not only that, when they right. lose, she goes to switch the chips again. I'm like, they would have just, they would have just kicked you out of the casino. Like, yeah, you would, you, you are would, not allowed to touch a chip that hits the yeah, table. Like, but, scooch. <laughs> but, 
right? Also, I'm like, so they got chips and then they went and turned it into cash so they could fuck on it. And then they went and handed in all these fucking jizz crumpled hundreds the next day so they could get money to like chips to lose <laughs> neither here nor there that shot in the morning <laughs> when they're awake and you just see like some of the dollar bills are just kind of like oh that has like just butt flavor definite, yeah. definite sprays they're all probably over more valuable in vegas some guy's like hey are them them pussy hundreds i'll have them <laughs> i'll give you 200 mm-hmm. for that pussy mm-hmm. hundred. yeah <laughs> And then some guy in the back of the diner is like, I've got a briefcase full of cash. I wait for this exact moment every day. <laughs> Give me them and the fire undies and I'm in. <laughs> Money here. Yeah. This smells good to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> but again, it's the bizarre. poor cashier. Woody so outkicked his coverage. Cashier. Demi Moore is so fucking She's insanely hot world class world class like attractive. i mean the, the sexuality oozes from the camera like i it, feel like early it like 90s. was a wave in my life i was like jesus hey. i feel like early I 90s think, to me Demi more. Moore was never like weirdly the hottest I, or the most i was ever attracted to Demi Moore was gi jane like i had a real thing when i was a kid it was this vhs i had i can't remember what it was but they had the gi jane trailer and I just remember watching her like do push-ups and pull-ups like way more than I should have. Like I was really into it. I was very young and like working something out, but I was like, oh dude. This is gonna sound weird for me. Feel good, man. I don't know why. <laughs> oh yeah, you like that strict by the books one? <laughs> we all have our Demi more. We all have our Demi more than yeah. we like. I mean But G.I. Jane was the one for me, and it's just like I think I was just a little young, so like I was never in the Demi Moore as a like sex icon to me. We grew up. In a very I watched this and I was like, Jesus fucking she's Christ, so hot. But again, no matter how insanely world class hot she is, no matter how fucking cool she seems the whole movie, she seems fucking incredibly cool. So like, if this was your wife, you had gathered mm-hmm. in high school. Yes, you outkicked your coverage. The thing is, when the guy comes and offers you all, because that's the thing, the guy essentially is like, hey, can I borrow your wife to play 10,000 chips? Like, if your fucking red uh, flags are not tripped there, this is the well, fucking line. Not only this is it's the Trojan the way, horse. It's the way he says it. Like, I think that oh, is the key just, component. What do the like, kids say? Riz? Like, dripping with Riz. It's it's 57-year-old Robert Redford, who, by the way, at 57... It's awesome, is, there's chunky Billy Joe. Yeah, chubby Billy Bob Thornton right Billy, there. Like, yeah, Billy Bob come back. Like, I'll bet he's drowning in puss. Sorry, don't mean to offend you. Ten seconds later, Woody's like, yeah, go play with the billionaire. And then he's like, you think she'll come back? Uh, yeah. So, like, all right, asshole, thank you. But like, well, here, Okay, because here's the he thing. He walks up to her, and he's like, can I borrow your wife? like with yeah. like and cuts it off like a fart and he's like yeah. for luck and i'm like okay guy yeah <laughs> okay but that was a little the on thing. the nose no one is stupid enough to see the crowd gathered right there and this is the thing you're not battling against robert redford's amazingly young virile veiny dick no it's you're battling year old you're battling those fucking ten thousand dollar golden chips you're battling a briefcase of a one million dollar bet yeah and this is the thing i don't know if the movie's a little too romantic for its own good in a weird way no one is letting their wife gamble with that guy right because you're like there's no way because this is the other fact of the movie right this is kind of a hard pill to swallow there's a lot of wives and husbands that in this like let's say this movie had roseanne in it 
And Roseanne's like, hey, can I borrow your husband? And Amy'd be like, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, I'm in. There is just a world where, like, you start hanging out with a billionaire and you're like, you know what? Being fucking kept like a pet is pretty awesome. I'll be Roseanne's fucking houseplant. Like, right, that's right. fine. She can just come in and spray water on me whenever she wants. Sure. And that's the life I lead now. I sit on a stool in the corner waiting for her to water me. Cool. It's awesome to be a billionaire, right? And get a little stupid paper umbrella. Like, I'm into this life, right? And so that's what you're battling. When Woody Harrelson didn't stop him in that moment, when that guy says, wow, your wife's pretty cool, I'm going to buy you a room and send her up a fucking look at my titties dress. If you don't win the fight there, they had already made this decision in their mind, right? Yeah, I mean, they I got thought... bought. They got bought for way less than a million dollars. They got bought for a comp suite and a fucking couple thousand dollar dress. Which, if they had won, they would have gotten for free anyways. Um, I think that <laughs> the really, <laughs> again, I just Robert Redford is so fucking hot, dude. Like. He's okay, so Amy was like, Robert Redford, gross. And I was like, how, how dare what? you? What? Amy, for shame. I'm for sorry. shame. I was like, for a lecherous billionaire, that's like the best it would ever get. Like, you'd Robert... rather be with like newly injected Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yeah, right. Come, Come on. on. Come on. Elon Musk? No, I'm taking fucking... Yeah. gauge all day if dude. you look like if you look around that baccarat table like if you look around yeah. that table and it's penis shaped jeff bezos and yeah. elon musk who just yeah. invented the cyber truck full of cracker barrel gravy elon musk right and then or uh, i was I'm, I'm happy to now be a real boy but it's complicated mark zuckerberg no yeah you're fucking taking gauge <laughs> you're dude. taking john gauge who is the hottest fucking dude at that table at 57 He's Robert the hottest dude in this movie. Years, years old. By a lot. He was yeah. so hot. Like, he is yeah. so... And, like, it's not even... Yeah, like, I would probably be paying him. <laughs> yeah, and he's fucking loaded. I, again, he's like... But I, that's the thing. Woody that, lost the fight before it even started. His indignation is ridiculous. That scene... Like, one of the wildest things in this movie is watching Woody Harrelson... Uh, form righteous indignation and chase it's back really to that. It's really like, like, it's beyond it's crazy. So after, okay. First off, I gotta, I gotta give this, I gotta give a shout out to Adrian Lynn for this absurd tension in uh, the gambling scene after she like starts hanging around. <laughs> He's like, oh, not your game. Why didn't you say so? And I'm like, craps is her game. Like, yeah. This is, are, are we really, like, so she pulls them, she kisses the dice, tosses it. Because they bring out the million dollars. They do this whole thing. And the pit boss is sitting there like sweating bullets. Oh, I'm dude. Like, when he squeezes the cup. <laughs> I'm like, I love that because I was like, that's a visual foreshadowing of what he's about to do to this dude's wife. <laughs> it's so fucking amazing. I fucking love the pit boss. For $1 like, million, dollars, oh, I am no. spraying creamer on everybody. <laughs> The pit boss squeezes his coffee out of the cup because I'm like, wait a second. Are you upset that you just lost a million dollars? There's some ding dong on a slot machine who's going to give that back to you in, yeah. I don't know, probably Do 20 minutes. Do you not know what Las Vegas is, Do you not Vegas know what is, casinos are? Yeah. Do you assume that these billionaires lose a bunch? Yeah. 
That's why they're billionaires. That's one of those things where I was like watching and I was like, I've watched Casino, my friend. You will make that money back. Do not worry. Yeah, he had already lost that money before he went and won it. Neither here nor there. Either way, the squeezing of the coffee cup Woody's is Woody's indignation but, is the hardest pill to swallow, right? Because yeah, he does I think this. That that's they the sign the, that... the thing about the movie that is really bizarre is that they set it up, and I don't know why they did this. I'm thinking this is like there. We got to make it cool and a little more okay for the ladies. Is they set it up to where Demi Moore is the one who pushes it in bed. She's like, I think we should talk about it. Because he's like, I tell you to go to hell. You don't get to sleep with my wife. Sure. And he's like, cool, you guys won. Enjoy your hotel suite that you bang in that I probably have cameras and microphones all over. Neither here nor there. That's how this would really play nowadays. He would just have a fucking, you know, OnlyFans suite that he rents out to hot young couples from wherever. Um, but essentially, That's somehow she's the one who presses hotel room. She's pressing it, and he's like, well, I don't know. And she's like, I do it for you. Okay, they go through with it, and Woody chases it down because Oliver Platt's like, I'd pay to fuck your wife. This is great. Like, well, I could have got two million. <laughs> and an amazing, awesome scene. He runs up to the helipad and is like, no! As yeah. if she probably didn't see him and was like, oh, that's sweet. I do love the tension of this shot, like, when they drop her off. Hmm? Very well-constructed scene, right? Anyways, Redford gets her out on a yacht in Santa Barbara by helicopter. He hits her with the old double double fucking titty coin whatever happens happens this is the last part of the movie that i think really works in any kind of constructive way because when they get back to los angeles it's as if they forget they have a million dollars what they say is they're like oh you lost your property right we you find out the gauge bought the property dollars. you have a Move million on. dollars a nice house you're both young it's fine but they don't ever enjoy that they have a million and this is the part of the movie that fucking is hard to suffer and drives me a little crazy. Is Woody Harrelson now is just like a fucking raging maniac who's like fucking looks like he's going to hit Demi Moore. He's breaking shit. And he's like, I want to know. He's just like, was the sex good? And you're like, yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Sure he was fine. He's a billionaire. And he's the most handsome dude in the whole yeah. place. Yeah. It was great. And the only thing that works, I mean, Demi Moore even looks hot. There's a scene where she's just bringing in vegetables and her sundress is like lifted up. thigh. And I was like, God damn it. How can you not pause for a moment? This is the man who's like just been eating good for too long. He doesn't understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Neither here nor there. He starts going in on her, right? And she at one point is like, hey, man, I, I went and talked to Gage. He doesn't even listen. He's fucking smashing the wine, whatever. She's like, thanks for listening, David. That's really fucking cool of you. This is the part of the movie that's hard to suffer. Woody Harrelson now knows there's a literal fucking valuation on his wife's pussy. And it is $1 million. The valuation on your dick is fucking zero dollars. Zero. zero. So the, the balance has shifted, my man. You have to fucking be cool. And he starts grilling her. And she has this great moment where she's like, if I say I didn't like it, I'm a liar. If I say it was the best fuck of my life, you won't believe me. There's no way I can win. Right. And she's just like, yeah, the sex was fine. Whatever. And he starts, you were attracted to him. You won it. And I was like, oh, yeah, she was attracted to the super fucking handsome billionaire well, the who thing gave that, her a million dollars. No shit, dude. I think the thing about this whole She still came home with you. Because what you're talking, the sequence of events, like this big fight they have kind of that yeah. like forces her to sort of walk out is precipitated by the weirdest 
like indignation because you know like the normal indignation woody harrelson has in this movie you're just like oh yeah this guy fucked my wife and now i'm like i'm totally emasculating yeah i get it man like i don't know what to tell you congratulations you have a million he's not dollars. a full cuck he's like yeah he's a cuck in his imagination yeah but like the way he gets to that like argument and the anger he feels is he starts rifling through her fucking purse and then yeah. finds the guy's business card in quote the secret compartment i'm like okay yeah think about the logic buried behind the high school picture of them yeah i'm like think about the logic of this before you start like arguing with your wife about her fucking robert redford you rifled through your wife's shit and then found (laughs) found his business card in this secret did you keep a business card that's essentially a lifeline to a million dollars whenever we need it (laughs) and he like says like yeah i found it in the secret compartment i'm like yeah Okay, so she's it's like, "Well, honey, I kept it for the next time you want to build a Ripley's Believe It or Not house. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to go back to the Golden By Dick the way, and get that, us another down payment." The basic, like, the basic architecture of that house looks exactly like this one house we shot a season of uh, Swing, that Playboy show I worked on in L.A. And I'm like, I was just like, I'm glad it didn't get built. Good job. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's time to realize you suck. Maybe you're a bad architect, and maybe yeah. you just take your million maybe dollars and fuck off. Maybe you're a big fucking off. dumb house with no walls and just all windows, so you can see Demi Moore and sunlight money, everywhere. Give whatever. your money to Oliver Platt. Let him invest it for you. Yes. And move on. It, this is the thing. There's no world where they didn't talk about this. She came back with you. Yes, she kept the card, or he gave her the card. Dude, that is a million dollars on the line. Down the road, when you grow the fuck up and you're like, hey, I'm actually okay with this. Maybe you should just never have a career again. Being a cuck. And whenever you feel like you want like Yeah, when you feel like you're ready, because it kind of gets back to this like maybe he met her in high school where the dynamics had shifted. And he just can't accept that the valuations have changed. Fine. They talk about He's an immature, childish guy. He puts his fucking muddy shoes on the table. We know Woody's a dipshit, right? Yeah. She has the card. So what? That's that's fucking money on call, brother. Yeah. And it's this bizarre. His indignation is fucking crazy to me. Because, again, he knows he can't compete. He knows he can't. You cannot compete with the billionaire wife or life. Because what you would do, and this is what me and Amy were talking about, I was like, what you would do is you would just go be Robert Redford's concubine or whatever, and then whenever he's doing business, which would be all the time, you come back to our fucking goofy, believe it or not, house, (laughs) and we just plow and have the exact same life. It's fine. It's fine. If you set something free and it goes and wants to become a billionaire's girlfriend... Then maybe that's what was meant to be. Maybe it wasn't true love to begin with. Who knows? Would I begrudge Amy if she's like, you know what? I kind of just like, I'm not that interested in, you know, paycheck to paycheck life anymore. I think I'm going to go be like taken care of. I'd be like, yeah, that fuck seems great. Yeah. Same thing. I wish my old ass balls were worth a million dollars. That seems amazing. If somebody offered Andrea a million dollars to like, and like, it's never even, it's not, if it's, if it's, and it's not even a thing where it's like, We'll just see where the night goes. Like, I just want to spend the night with your wife. It's not even presumed that they, like, Woody Harrelson jumps to the conclusion that they fuck. Like, that it's is written like, into the contract that the money comes even if they don't. Yeah. 
it's in the contract no matter if what. If he the, doesn't come, the money still comes. Yeah. That's written into the contract. He just wants an evening with his wife. If Andrea was offered a million dollars, which even a million dollars for us now is a lot of money, obviously. In oh, 2023, a million dollars is still a lot of money. We do not appreciate. I mean, it doesn't ball out like it does in this movie. A million dollars is a massive amount of money. I mean, that's a lot of cash you can take out of the bank and then roll around in the on the bed in. You know, like Oh god, yeah. Dude. You only had 20 they only had 25,000 the first time they did that. Why would you not yeah. do that with a million dollars? Like it's there's an opportunity to reignite the passion and not feel like a total loser if you want to, but I got to be honest, I don't think I'd feel like a loser if someone said, "Hey, I'll give you a million dollars if I can just spend the evening well, with your wife." There's that weird moment where sure. they fucked up the to morning her, after sure. and he like wipes the lipstick off of her. It's like, "Oh, so and much like, lipstick." They should know. We should have seen that sex. Yeah. To be like, is it still good? And if they're still on, what's the matter? Again, she comes home with you, dude. Yeah. They did this. You're the one who fucking, I thought we weren't going under five grand. You're the one who fucking kept moving the chips and lost the money. Yeah. Your wife goes out and she says, I can solve this fucking problem. For one night with an old ass man. And the idea that he's like in the horse racing lounge and he's like seeing her riding this old man. Dude. I don't care how good at fucking this guy is. He's like 60 years old. Yeah. Like, come on. Come on, dude. It's basic biology. Who fucking cares? Watching him, like, chase her out of his life is the wildest part of the movie. It's it's insane. It like, they, they sat there in bed and talked about this, and they didn't come to the eventuality. And at the end of the movie, they kind of get back to this where he's like, I was afraid he was a better man. You're like, he is. I'll tell you what's more embarrassing. He is a better man, right? He's nicer to her the whole movie. Yeah. He takes care of her. He doesn't fucking leave. Like, shoes on the table. Muddy baseball cleats on the table is like an underrated art department choice. (laughs) I mean, that is fucking insanity. Have you ever seen anyone who puts muddy fucking shoes on a table? If you put your shoes on the table with mud on them, you are actually a garbage person. Like, if there was an art department Oscar, that should be it for narrative stories. Because that is fucking bizarre. I think that... I think the thing that I don't... the, the, The logic that I don't understand here. And this is the part that I think makes the movie not as interesting. Because I do think the first, like... 45 minutes of this movie. The midpoint is the fucking, and it's awesome. Yeah, like, the the 45 minutes of this movie are really interesting. Like, when you get to the evening, after that, in the aftermath, they don't, like, there's not a very good, there's not a very good, like, aftermath situation. Like, I don't think anything that happens after they spend the night together really works for a lot of it. You just get to the end, you're like, Well, I like the idea that Gage has bought the property, Sure. And that now because they let him in, he's going to become this mercurial force. Right. You know, being mischievous in their yeah, affairs. Like if you want to be a shitty with them, I, I'm fine with that. I think the fine. thing is. But this is the wild thing. They make Robert Redford this amazing guy. That, well, that's what I was going to say. This is like, <laughs> this is the problem. Like, the problem with the movie is, and I think this is because, look, if you're looking at the landscape of filmmaking in 1993. Robert Redford is still Robert Redford. And, like, I think the only time Robert Redford has been, like, a bad guy in a movie at this point in our lives has been, like, a Marvel movie. I've never seen Robert Redford be a bad guy in anything else. So 
to make Robert Redford a lecherous, shitty version of Jay Gatsby, which is Jay Gatsby, by the way. I don't know why I'm, like, qualifying that. But to make him a garbage person, like, a garbage rich person, I think is a hard pill for Americans to swallow in 1993. So what they do is try to make him, like, super sympathetic. And, and you yeah, know. Yeah, he's noble. At the end, he in invents the million the dollar club. that we see is like, yeah. um, this is hidden under the guise of he totally wanted to just fuck this guy's wife for the rest of his life. Like, and that's his business. And he's but not wrong. He's not he's wrong. He's not wrong. Every guy who was walking past Demi Moore in that casino wanted to fuck her and fuck this dude's wife. Yeah. They just didn't have money to pay for it. I think that. But what they do is when they give him that scene where he invents the million dollar club, him and his cabbie, yeah, who, by yeah. the way, just blows it with the worst yes and ever. Remember that waitress <laughs> in Oklahoma that got the hiccups every time you guys were together? And Robert Redford's like, God damn it. And he has to yes and off of it. And he's like, you fucking idiot. Yes. That's why you drive the Thank car. you for that, Shackleford. Yeah. Uh, yes, Shackleford. Remembering your young life where you had a hiccup fetish. That exactly happened in one of the dozens of dicks I've slain. Makes me laugh so hard with that old bit. I was like, what? is that it's ridiculous because then she kisses him and says thank you john and the very next thing he does is hand her his i'm a huge fucking liar coin that show because he's like we'll flip the coin if if you get if you win we'll go back we won't fuck if i win we'll see what happens so they hand him the fucking seeds of his deceit and she's like what a great sweet old man i'm gonna get on the fucking bus making making the (laughs) making a billionaire Making a billionaire who trades in human misery like he did uh, any sort of sympathetic is a very hard pill to swallow for a story. So, yeah, I mean, he is a fucking like to to be fair. What this guy is, is he saw this down on on their luck couple. Yeah. And he fucking pounced. And oh, we yeah. do the, the part of the movie that works is this. Everyone can be bought. Demi Moore's like, I can't be bought, right? That that vibe works really well. He's like, but, let's put that to the test. <laughs> he he does buy her. Because at the and what they do on the boat is Robert Redford starts planting this seed, right? Mm-hmm. That their marriage is wrong. Because if you were mine, I wouldn't share you. It kind of assumes the very basic point that if they weren't about to lose everything... To yeah. the crippling economic recession, which people like Robert Redford create. Yes. There's no fucking universe where she probably does this. She probably is okay. It's kind of hard to then just put on them like, oh, she would do this all the time. Now I think everyone would do this all the time. I think we would all be into this. Well, but the again, movie sets up I, this this kind of false, other, false battle for the second there's half. There's just other avenues to make extra scratch. So, right. She yeah. could make way more money just on like Instagram. Yeah. She could the do problem Instagram is, is that, yeah, the movie sets up this. It's Woody Harrelson's fault for sharing her. Which I think is a Which very... then it's like it's taking agency away from her. Like well, she didn't make the choice me, as well. To that is like... That is very specifically sound like that is an archaic thought from the 90s when we're yeah. still in this, you know, we're, you know, religion and yeah, God and, you know, how like the more, let's say, archaic, not archaic, it's yeah. wrong word, but the more I would say the more. No, that's caveman bullshit. Yeah, that is that, that's like a good I way have to, to own it. my wife. Sorry, that's a great way to put it. Caveman bullshit. Like that's like, caveman bullshit. You I need own to own anybody. my wife. And I'm like, no, my wife She's wants to go person, fucking pound a 68-year-old, 
get a million dollars and then she comes home and she's like hey just so you know i love you and the life we built together but i don't have to fucking work 40 hours a week anymore and i can secure our future i'm gonna do this once a year for until this old guy dies i'd be like all right that seems like you're making a good life choice right the thing that we should value most in our life is our time and if she can turn her fucking you know 40 hour a week hard fucking career into one night on a yacht it's a pretty good deal with a guy who probably i mean this guy's like joe biden age so we're talking like bedtime by 6 30 p.m <laughs> perfect perfect it, this I, is a great deal i think i think what's amazing is she still goes back to him after even after like <laughs> he confronts them when they're outside that like gallon, he just whiffs a punch. Yeah, he's like, I've been researching dodo birds, and it's like, this is the least attractive. This is moment. so not hot, dude. Like, are, did you really think this was gonna be the part where she'd like come running back? We're talking about dodo birds, and then whiff a punch on this billionaire who will have you thrown in jail for whatever he wants. Timmy Moore's gonna be like the kids on TikTok, like, oh damn, on God, and just like walk with him in the rain. Yeah, like, just sh- she just shouts like "World Star" in then that moment. Yeah, "World yeah. Star" and Woody Harrelson. So Shackleford just takes him straight back to his address, which I don't know how they all know. Walks him home, keel hauls he, him into bed. Like, he that's... sees the pictures ripped up, taped back together. Yeah, and he smiles. Why is Shackle- Shackleford smiling in that moment? Is he about to rub his dick on his face, and we just don't see it, or is he like, "Oh, true love could still win"? Was Shackleford? The Woody Harrelson from back in the day. Are you just? Are we, is this like the Santa Claus? Are we, but Cla- with cucks? Are, are we Clarencing? <laughs> yeah. Is this the Santa Claus? The Santa Claus of cucks. The Santa Claus of cucks. Yeah. That's what it felt like. The Shackleford's like he still has love in his heart. He, oh, can he still has love in his heart. It's that such a gu- weird shot. That girl from Oklahoma with the hiccups. I'll always remember her. <laughs> he just. Well, when he said that she, he killed a man back in the day. What he meant is that Robert Redford used his young dick to just fucking massacre. I did think it would have been hilarious in the movie if she had done like a Willy Wonka. And when she got back to the hotel room, she was walking like she'd been on an all night cattle drive. Yeah. And he's just, just like, no! <laughs> she's like saddle bagging her way in. Like, dear God. I would have. That's a missed opportunity in this movie. That would have been so funny. And then she's scene. like, no, I'm just kidding. He's a 68-year-old white. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm all right? good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't actually break my hips. I'm fine. It, it took four Cialis. It's all good. We're all good. Yeah. I mean, this, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the mechanics. The mechanics to get us to the one night alone are just shocking. Well, again, it is a it's a perfectly laser focused film mm-hmm. that sets the bar way too high to where there's no dilemma. And then after the fact, it's like Robert Redford's like, let me just come fuck up all these people that are trying to get their citizenship, taking time off to be in class. Let me fuck up their class. I'm going to buy her two dogs and that'll win her over. Meanwhile, we cut back to there's an old ass dog that she just abandoned and doesn't yeah, give a fuck there, about. She already has a dog. Yeah, she just left that dog, so she's not in the... Cl- that is her one sin of the movie. <laughs> if me and Amy indecent proposal, the minimum we're doing is fighting hardcore over who gets the dog. Right. Like, that's crazy. But 
I don't know. To be the fair. hippo grand gesture thing at the end is weird because he does this monologue. He's like, "Well, you know, I, I thought he was the better man. Now I just realize he was the richer man." You're like, "No, he's 100 percent better. No, he's still the better." Right? Man. Woody Harrelson has that great teaching moment. I love that scene. Classic Adrian Len, beautifully shot, projected light scene. Mm. And it's just this, you know, even a brick aspires, right? Yeah. Fucking love that beat. Great. And it's like, yeah, Woody Harrelson's a brick that aspires. Okay, well, most people want to live in fucking Notre Dame and not just hold a brick. Your weird sex dungeon Santa Monica house. Yeah. I'm sorry, right? You and Aleister Crowley would love living in that house, but, you know, <laughs> she's going to get this dick on the Griffin. I it is kind of the second half of the movie does not work exceptionally well. But Mm -hmm. this is the thing. The movie's cast so well. I think the acting, the writing's still sharp, even if it it's just kind of a premise that that can never manifest. I there is like one sin of the movie for me and it's like the adaptation. That voiceover thing is fucking voiceover. It's not even like like this is like one of the few movies where I'm like, oh that doesn't work for me because i think well, voiceover is fine i don't give a shit but the voiceover in this movie i do not like voiceover that just tells me what's on screen like that i'm like i, I i'm watching the movie i'm good I'm yeah all- well okay because well woody harrelson in his final diatribe he does this line i thought we were invincible but i realized that couples who make it in marriage it's not because they forget it's because they forgive and you just go Wait, forgive what? Forgive what? You're the one who needs, she needs the forgiveness. She needs to forgive you. You're the you. one throwing wine bottles. Yeah, she doesn't need to be forgiven. You that do, is motherfucker. sexist ass. So this is right why there. you have to have these monologue moments where Demi Moore can just inject and be like, hey, hi, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, hey, hi, it's me. The hi, only hi. person making the only person who the made movie. the actual deal. Uh, he is a piece of shit for saying that I have forgiven him. Yeah, if you know, and Robert Rabbit's like, well, she'd never look at me that way, so I'll let her go. All right, like these, these are like, it's kind of this big melodramatic, like pappy crap that doesn't all the way work. Sure, but I think the movie rides so high on that first act, and again, it's economically insane. It doesn't live in the world we live. Like this is the world now where none of us are going to ever have a pension, none of us ever get a yeah. retire. We don't know if we're going to be able to have free elections uh, mm-hmm. in four years. Like we're all we're all on the verge of this kind of like Mad Max society where we just trade off of what we have. Like we're on the verge of this, right? Yeah. We're all taking the money, and I will say for a movie that asks a basic question, where ninety eight percent of people would take that money. Oh yeah. Everyone would take that money, and everyone's wife and husband would be hotter to them if they were like, "We got a million dollars out of this." Fuck yeah, dude. Like, if Amy came home with a million dollars, we would just be going at it nonstop for, like, two weeks. We'd be like, this is great. We're fucking millionaires, dude. This is great. Hey, remember that stress about, like, you know, our future? Gone. 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 Like, we're pretty cool. We can set a nest egg for the rest. So, again, the movie asks a really dumb question at its core. But it asks it in this really cinematic and beautiful way. It's acted exceptionally well. And then the second half is paying off this, like, well, we want it to be really a love story. Right. The second half pays off this movie that doesn't exist in the first half. And you're yeah. just like, I don't get any Well, this, this movie should have been more Wall Street and less The Notebook. Yeah. That's like, a this is a greed is good movie, right? And the movie's right. Because at the end, even when he gives away the million dollars on a hippo, which, again, this is the putting it all on red thing. This is the... This is again what proof. a fucking stupid idiot that These I guys met are in the high school. Worst gamblers. 
she should never have gone back to him just for the hippo thing. It's fucking ridiculous, right? Like, you gave the body for the money, and then eventually the movie tries to do this, oh, you wish you hated me, and she likes him all along? That was a fucking weird choice. So they give up the money, so they get nothing except their property, which now is worth tens of millions of dollars. So they did win in the end. Right. <laughs> they did win in the end. <laughs> but it's a it's a movie that I think what's fascinating about it is, again, like you said, it went gangbusters in theater. People love this movie. Huge. There's no drama in the film. It yeah. is a foregone conclusion that it's very, you're going to take that million. It's very forced dramatic moments because like, right. it doesn't – it's not – there are just things that you set up in the there's things you set up in that first half of the movie that don't logically pan out at all. Like it's just one of those things where and it's not even it's not even like oh this is not how normal people act. It's not that at all. It's within the logic of your movie. You're watching a movie that has like no considerable no consideration for the story you've put up put together already. It's like hang on these people agreed to this. It's okay to have like misgivings afterwards, but like you get that. Their once. lawyer literally wrote a contract yeah. that said Robert Redford might be impotent or die during his he just erotic wants to spend the exertion. night with your wife. That's it. Yeah. So you don't have. They that, think like, it out enough to where the sixty-eight-year-old white dude might Gerald's game her, right? But they there, don't think about a World War Woody Harrelson's like the moral, she might like the billionaire. The moral indignation is sort of. Um, just moot. Like, again, it's one of those things where, yeah. especially that scene, which is a good scene of, like, two people <laughs> fighting in a movie. Yeah. But the precipitate, the the precipice for it is so stupid. You're just like, I I hope I hope she leaves right now. <laughs> like, you're just like, I like at that. There's a point in the movie where you're like, I hope she never sees Woody Harrelson again. Because yeah, no, she's she acting like such a piece of shit. She, she fucking shouldn't. And this is the thing. At the end, when they go to this, like, foggy pier, and it has this kind of surreal, uh, ethereal tone, right? Like, it's just something that's not real. Yeah. And they never have this, like, cathartic coming back together and hugging. and Like, they're holding hands over a barrier as if they'll never be the same. Which I'm, you know, that's what the movie wants to say. That's fine. It's a good image. And it just goes, have I ever told you I love you? No. Oh, it's that thing that they say over and over again. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, still forever. All right, fine. Like that's, I mean, they wrote that in the script. That's a good little like catch line. Fine. Yeah, it's a good, good rule of three. The basic nice. thing is, yeah, it's just, it's fucking Woody Harrelson. Shut the fuck up. Your wife shut got up. offered a million. It's her choice. Yeah. Shut you got a good, up. you got in Vegas, you got to get out of jail free card. You're taking it. Like, it's like. Stop. After you made the wrong choice After like you made five the wrong fucking choice, times in a row. Bet it all on red or black. Like you have the money you need and you decide to bet it not on card games that like not on like They black. were up twenty five yeah. grand and could have just left. Not on like poker or blackjack, which both the have like skill. some yeah. skill. You decide craps and roulette are the two games you're going to play. I'll tell you this, the what economic the anxiety of the movie where it's like we have no choice but to just gamble and do wild shit is exactly why we live in a world now where yeah. people uh, sell themselves online all the time. Because they're like, you know what? I'm going to fucking take control of my destiny. And if my butthole's worth money online, <laughs> that shit's going on. If I thought anyone on earth would pay for my naked body... 
do you think I'd work 40 hours a week at a normal job if I could make tens of thousands of dollars if just get, rolling around my bed thousands naked? Thousands of dollars a month just like sitting on kicks. Yeah, that's, that's my life. This, this is where the movie would be more interesting is if he had just said, oh, you need 50 grand. I'll give you 50 grand to fuck your wife right now. Yeah. Now you got specifically a to fuck your wife, not to like spend a night with her. Yeah, like I'll give you fifty gentleman bullshit. Wife. Just I'm here to fuck your wife, and I'll give you just the amount you need. I'll give nothing you the exact the amount of money you need. Then it's a way better movie. Yeah, because this is the thing. I think even our parents in the '90s who kept going to watch this movie and renting it a ton, they all know they're taking the million. Every single person well, a million is who's not like, an insane fucking Bible thumper is taking is the money. A million is such a shocking get out of jail free card. You're just like, yeah. what's the what's the hesitation at all? Yeah, but literal the hesitation is that Woody Harrelson and her would talk, and he goes, "You know, there's a chance that when he starts putting the fucking billionaire game on you, you might just say, oh, I kind of like flying in a helicopter. Oh, I kind of like fucking on a yacht.'" And that she's going to just choose to be that guy's wife or girlfriend. Sure. All right. Okay. Well, that's that. That's her prerogative, man. Yeah. Like she's worth X amount. They do give her enough agency to say like she's the one who wants to make the decision. Like, because yeah, like she's he like does... you can have the money because she did do it for him. She's because like, like it starts in this re- that that whole like let me borrow your wife thing. It's like he's like well it's up to her and I'm like yeah obviously this guy doesn't have yeah. any concept of permission. Clearly, yeah. like he's just a guy who gets what he wants. So I'm just saying, day, I, I actually think this movie is really good. Like, I do enjoy it. I think it's very well made film. I mean, I think it's, it's fine. It is, it's just there. there's almost I don't even know what it's. It's not. It's a wonderful life for cucks because <laughs> there is this foregone conclusion to every moment in the movie. Yeah. Where there is no kind of stakes or drama. You know exactly what's going to happen in every beat. This is pretty much the most by-the-books version of the logline guy wants to pay to fuck your wife movie that's ever been made. Right. Like, you you know shot for shot You know how I'm liking it? You know how when we watch... Except wa- for the hippo thing. That did legitimately catch me off guard. Sure. There's always one that'll get you. Like, well, I mean, like... You know how I'd describe if there was Billy like Conley, a checkbook makes a great umbrella. Fucking, fucking Billy Conley, dude. Billy what Conley. a fucking all time legend, by he's the way. Shout so out. good. And he's in him and Billy Bob and fucking Oliver Platt. Like this movie Who's casting director fucking I, MVP. I love Billy Connolly in movies because he shows up in so many shitty movies and makes them infinitely more entertaining. Uh I was just watching Timeline, which is not good. And so entertaining to watch because of him as he talks like this the whole movie he's so good he's so good, so good. i think no, if you were going a... to it's like it's like when we go see marvel movies they're pretty paint by numbers and easy to figure out if there was like a marvel cinematic universe of cuck movies yeah. this would be like the iron man be like that's a blueprint got it thank you well at least even in like civil war you're like it's pretty dumb that cap and iron man are like let's punch each other at an airport yeah Instead of like, you know, they're bonded over fighting an alien threat that tried to kill New York and yeah. they can't legitimately they can't have legitimately a conversation. Like, again, this is the movies. There's but, so see, many conflicts. Even Marvel movies. where it's like, we can't we can't just talk out the Wachovia Accord. Yeah. And they're like, let's go fight at baggage claim. 
That's fucking stupid. Yes. But in the universe of the movie, I'm like, I at least understand it. Right? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. This like, this is this, insane. <laughs> it's insane, but at least within the logic of the movie, there are some hallmarks of at least, okay, these people at least know they're insane. There's, yeah. It's really just Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson is in a different movie. That's what's going on. Yeah, Woody. he's doing like some, oh, you just were running, like, Woody he Harrelson's doing like streetcar named he's desire Justin shit. Justin Timberlake in Black Snake Moan. Oh, that's the okay. role he thinks he's playing. I'll give you that. Yeah, that makes sense. Where he's like Christina Ricci is like a sex demon possessed monster right. that he's got to chain up, and you're like, no, she's a lady who did the thing everyone would do. Yeah, and he thinks he's in some other fucking wild ass sex thriller, a different Adrian Lynn movie than this. Yeah. He's like trying to get to nine and a half weeks, but that's not the movie we're making. I was also thinking this. I was like, is there anyone on earth in the history of mankind you would pay a million dollars to fuck? No. Um, like, what if he gets that money? He gives her the money because he saw her fucking crushing chocolates. And then she's one of those like just fucking like, is this the thing? It doesn't say in the contract she's got to try hard. I think like that- if I was her, I'd just lay on the bed and say fucking all right. Pound on me. I just. Who would you pay a million dollars to fuck? No I one. couldn't. I, even... I really. I'm going to tell you, like, no I really one. don't think it has anything to do. It's this is about this movie is about power and the dynamics that it. Right. The dynamics that it. We're induces. so cheap to him that like an obscene amount of money yeah, is nothing. it's just, you know, like, I'm just again, saying, even if I was a billionaire, a million like he's in Vegas, he can go get a fucking. There's high nobody, class pro. There three is of them. no one. Yeah, you can get for some fractions. You can get a very professional lady of the night in Vegas for yeah. much less. That's than their job is to throw ass. Yeah. If you want the girl, if you want the girlfriend experience, like that's available for sure. Right. Well, that's what I mean. There are people that are pros at I just sex, I and then it's like, but what he really is doing is, I think they are playing it as this beauty and the beast he'll capture her with his wealth until she realizes he has a library and fall in love with him that's the movie we're doing i think that's the movie they're trying to do but again because he can fuck everyone as he keeps reminding us he wants her again but like there's a wholesomeness to the chocolate thief that he wants robert redford of it all he shouldn't be like i read online this was supposed to be originally this was meant for tom cruise and nicole kidman with warren Beatty. I'm like I would not have bought Warren Beatty as a guy who has a million. I would. He's no. not is he's not as smooth. He kind of is Warren Beatty. I guess ninety. He got creepier. Like I guess now he's at like is, full bizarre creepy. Ninety three is Dick Tracy Warren Beatty. So I would. I guess that would work. Yeah. It would have worked. Tom Cruise is, but way hotter. I was talking with a friend of mine. This is the thing though, because I had a buddy over who, when I was watching the movie, like stopped by. He's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "A decent proposal." And I was, I was talking. I was like, "There's supposed to be Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise." I'm like, "This is the fallacy, and this is why Tom Cruise doesn't work in that, because no, no one in the known universe would look at Tom Cruise in 1993, which is like, you know, post Days of Thunder, Top Gun, Tom Cruise, who's like on the up and up, hot dude, and go like. Well, that guy, I don't know how he's going to deal with him. Like, excuse me, that well, motherfucker. He's seven get, inches shorter than his wife. That motherfucker never could get plucked over. from obscurity, become an under, underwear model, and that would be the end of it right there. Like, it, yeah. it, I'm sorry, it just makes no. That one makes no sense. Woody Harrelson, at least you could yeah. buy. He probably has no other. It's going to cost you a million point one 
5% to Zenu, and I'm going to jerk off in the corner and choke myself. And, and Redford just goes, Jesus Christ. Oh, my I'm God. Out. How did I find these? Oh, God. <laughs> now, that's a way more that's interesting version of the movie. you got to flip an it on proposal. the millionaire and be like, oh, you're going to give me a million dollars? I got some clauses. See, that's the thing. Now, 2023 indecent proposal is... Someone proposes, like, yeah, sure, no problem. But can I jerk off in the corner? Like, oh, my yeah. God, never Timmy mind. Timmy Moore's Jesus. like, I can't even open my lips unless you eat ass. And Robert Redford's <laughs> like, you eat ass? I was born in the Great Depression. Gross. Even we didn't eat ass, and we were starving to death. Ew. <laughs> right? Like, you kids are wild now. <laughs> I'm telling you. You guys are going ass to mouth before anything? My God, no <laughs> way. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Can you please take off the creepy kimono I laid out for you and uh, exit the Griffin? No. This is actually a prime for remake movie right here. They're trying to. I read. I, I read online. They tried in like 2018. I, you could do it in 2023. It'd be cool. You could make this movie. It just. It would be interesting to see how it changes in the world we live in now, I where agree. we're all willing to sell ourselves yeah. for way less than a million. Bucks. If anything, it makes it an even more interesting movie now. So that's what I'm saying. If you do it for ten right. grand, now you've got some drama. All right. Well, I'll wait for the Misfit Parade adaptation. Yeah, that's right. I'm writing it right now. There you go. And the other thing is like, you have to fucking chain me up in the corner and clamp my nips so I can fucking scream fight songs from college football games while you're fucking my wife. And he's like, what? I don't what? Know. We all have our things. That's, that's not a right. thing of mine. Oh, that was Wisconsin. just a, a fucking Ugh. wonderful improv. That's not a thing of mine. That's it for Indecent Proposal. That's it for the first month of the year and our New Year's resolutions. I hope you are enjoying uh, being back with the show. Please go check us out on all the socials. We do TikTok now where you can find clips of the show that are easy to share with your friends and family, which we appreciate Mm -hmm. big time, guys. This year is about growth, growth by any means. So make sure you're subscribing everywhere you find pods. Make sure you leave ratings and reviews. The YouTube, subscribe over there. Also, we really would appreciate it if you could go to patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. Even a pledge of a dollar a month helps us out, I assure you. Thank you guys for your time. I hope your New Year's off to a great start. Uh, We're having a great time hanging out with you. For the Film Alchemist, I'm Josh Griffey. I'm Alex Tandino.